Hi everyone. So today I'm going to give you a little bit of information on my background and my story. So my name is Kate Hamilton. I'm 36 years old and I'm a mother of three children. Jaden is 12, Layla is nine and Kai is four. So as you can imagine, my life and my household is really busy all of the time. Uh, my background is in primary school teaching, but I've recently taken some time away from teaching to pursue the world of health and fitness. I've set up my own business called Kate Hamilton Health. I'm a personal trainer. I train people out of Energize Fitness in Greystones, County Wicklow and Go Gym in Greystones, County Wicklow. I absolutely love working one to one with people in the gym. I just find it so rewarding to watch people grow in confidence and to surprise themselves at what they're actually able to do. I also run an online nutrition training and lifestyle program called Nourish, Move and Shine. It is my absolute baby and was born out of everything that I have been through myself. The purpose of the program is to help busy mums and busy women in general to prioritise themselves again and rediscover who they are and rediscover or even discover for the first time their true potential. My program's all about bringing it back to basics. Things, I just think things have gotten so complicated these days, uh, especially with all the information overload on the internet and the nature of our busy lives. So I promote simple daily habits and consistency over everything else. Um, so for example, eat good quality food, focus on portion control if fat loss is your goal, walk more, keep work workouts simple and functional, drink more water, sleep more, monitor how you're talking to yourself and actually learn how to enjoy the journey. I, like real progress does take time so don't rush it nourish move and shine is purposely made to be simple to be manageable so that we can actually fit it into our already hectic lives and uh, so that we can enjoy the process and be able to keep these changes in our lives long term basically so there's no point in doing these quick fixes that just lead to this feeling of unfulfillment and failure really um so I didn't always lead this healthy, fit and healthy lifestyle. So it's still relatively new to me in recent years. But I believe that the experiences that I have gone through are a powerful aid in helping other people get through similar situations. When I was little, right? So I'm going to take it all the way back to when I was a kid. Um, I was a really good kid. Like I had this need within me to please people and to fit in. Uh, I didn't like getting in trouble or upsetting anyone and I didn't like doing things wrong and I was terrified of making a show of myself and being really embarrassed. So like I kind of just wanted to blend in but also be seen by my peers at the same time if that makes sense. So everything I did from childhood and right through to my early 30s was really done in a way to fulfill other people's expectations. Like the, the expect, I don't mean like that people put these expectations on me, like I totally put these expectations on myself. And it's only now looking back that I realised that I actually did that. Like my sister Maeve, she's four years younger than me and she's always been so confident in herself and what she stands for. Like, and she even was like that as a little girl. Like she's fun, carefree and kind and everyone loves her. And to this day, she never feels like the need to live up to anyone else's expectations. Like she sets her own and never lets anyone else's opinion affect her self-worth. And like, I've always admired that about her. And even though like I now value myself without the opinion of others, to this day, I strive to be more and more like her every day it's just so natural in her so as a child I used to really look at her and kind of envy that quality that she naturally had because it was really something that I really struggled with when I was younger but anyway struggled on through struggled on had a great life obviously but got as far as about transition year 
and decided that I would become a primary school teacher. Um, I thought for a long time that I wanted to become a dietitian. Like, so I, I can't even remember why I wanted to be a dietitian, but I remember like when I was younger, that's what I used to talk about becoming. Um, but I think then the thoughts of the unknown absolutely terrified me because I was such an anxious child. And like, even though I had, like I said, had a great life, you know, had plenty of friends, lots of normal experiences. I always had this kind of insecurity within me, like this kind of this anxiety in me and this not having any belief in myself. And I just didn't feel ready. So I decided I was going to be a primary school teacher. My mum was a primary school teacher and she was one of those teachers who just made it look easy. Like she was born for it. Like so at 16 years old, I made the decision that following her footsteps, it was safe, it was familiar and it wouldn't be too difficult. That's what I thought anyway. After all, I'd have short work days, long holidays. So like the absolute dream. And my mum really did make it look easy. So that was just kind of what, what I decided when I was 16. I was like, that's that's the life I want. Looks great. So once I started fifth year, I focused my study enough to ensure that I got enough points for teaching. So I literally like got right in there by the skin of my teeth. Five points to spare, but I was in. Delighted with myself. All the hard work had paid off. So I spent three years in St. Patrick's College in Drum Condra studying to become a teacher. And I remember my first day, my dad drove me in for my registration day. Uh, he went off to grab a coffee and I waited around for me. I went on in and I can still remember so clearly, clearly how I felt that day. I look back now like and I feel like I'm looking back at a 12 year old. That's like that's how I felt. I was just totally not prepared for that stage in my life at all, even though, you know, I was 18. Uh, so through college, I lived at home in Bray and commuted to Drumcondra every morning. So it was about a 90 minute journey each way on the bus, which I didn't mind because, you know, I listened to my iPod showing my age now. There was no like it was iPod. I think I even had a mini disc player at one stage. Yes. Or even like disc man. Then I think mini discs, you know, took a turn for a while and they were cool. So I had that. And then eventually I think by the end of college might have had an iPod. But so I had plenty of time to sit back, listen to my music and daydream to and from um, each way. Uh, like, but in college anyway, so I made a few friends, but in general, I, I kind of never really felt like I fit in. Like I always felt a little bit kind of lonely and invisible. Um, like I found the, the course were quite challenging and felt like felt like I kind of had to work really hard to understand the concepts, like in relation to like teaching methodologies, learning objectives, Chagas Naguelga, like, you know, it just it didn't come easy to me. And a lot of the stuff that was discussed in college, like, I don't know, just didn't really click with me, like. It probably should have been my first red flag that this wasn't my true path. But like and people around me were thriving and it just seemed to find everything so easy. And I like I passed everything with the hard work I put in. But something just didn't feel right, if that makes sense. Anyway, coinciding with my college experience, my drinking habits had obviously started to develop. So like it was 2004 and back then and probably still now. I don't know. I'm a little bit sheltered in my own little 30 something life now but probably still now it was just so unbelievably normal to binge drink two or three times a week so that's what I did for years Um, I was I was also a social smoker so along with the binge drinking I was binge smoking so like it was double the hangover as you can imagine so for my college years I was commuting Monday to Friday drinking Thursday Friday and Saturday nights getting up about half seven on Saturday and Sunday mornings to go to work in a local hotel where I cleaned rooms Um. 
and I'd have often only had about like three or four hours sleep, like probably went into work some mornings, you know, still half drunk from the night before and the hangover kind of creep in as the day went on. And um, but I'd work, I'd power through, get the job done, have the crack with whoever I was working with and then go home, have a nap and I'd go out again the following night. And this was my pattern for literally three years. I have no idea how I survived it. But anyway, eventually I qualified as a teacher in 2007 and started applying for jobs. Straight away, I received an invitation for to, to interview from two schools. So I went to my first interview, got the job from my first interview and stayed there literally for 15 years, like to this day. Um, I can still remember my interview day, like just like my first day of college, my parents drove me down like a child because I was still like a child. I wasn't driving yet. I just just turned 21 and I was starting to learn how to drive because I had to because I needed to to be able to be a grown up and have a job. So I can remember. So I felt like that scared 12 year old again going in. And so after the interview, my parents brought me out for dinner and I remember getting the phone call while I was there out for dinner like an hour or two later that I'd gotten the job like so you couldn't make up how easy all of this came so I was absolutely over the moon I had done it like all my hard work had paid off and I was finally like in inverted commas successful um but actually it was that summer then that I experienced my first panic attack I didn't know it then but like it was actually going to be the start of a difficult few years ahead it was going to be the start of many panic attacks and um, I won't get into too much detail in because it's a whole other podcast about the details of it but I just remember at the time I thought I was dying like all my senses left my body and it was like I was looking down on myself from above like it was the most terrifying experience that I had ever had in my sheltered 21 years ever like so physically I was fine and my parents had brought me to the doctor and did all the necessary tests everything came back clear physically I was fine but like inside I was screaming with anxiety but I didn't know why like I had achieved everything that I'd worked so hard for I was successful I had secured a job I had a car I was finally a grown-up something that I actually had longed for for many years like I remember that as a little girl just always wanting to be more grown up than what I was and it was like I had finally achieved that and just something wasn't right but anyway, the vicious cycle of panic attacks just kept happening like almost every day. I managed to drag myself to work every day and pretend that I was OK. You know, I taught the kids well and I feel I did my job well. I stayed organised throughout the day, but the drives up and down were hell. Like I used to get panic, panic attacks a lot while driving. So the anxiety of even driving was awful. Um, then the anxiety in the evenings was crippling like I, I would be so exhausted from the day and then the thoughts of the following day like my chest would tighten I'd find it hard to breathe Um, it was just a really really tough time in my life like genuinely felt absolutely hopeless I didn't know what to do I didn't know why I was like that and why I wasn't like everyone else it was just such a shit time Um, but eventually I got the need the help that I needed my, so went back to the doctor again and again obviously eventually when they realised physically there's nothing wrong this girl keeps coming back and there's something more going on here really so um, my doctor put me on serotonin enhancing medication and uh, to help stop the panic attacks and I was referred to a psychotherapist uh, for CBT which is cognitive behavioural therapy so it took a solid two years or so but it worked and I was slowly able to piece myself back together and I did feel stronger than I'd ever felt before when I had done that like it was such a sense of achievement and empowerment to have worked through that um, 
And I kind of say to anyone who's really struggling, like, go talk to your doctor. There isn't any shame in taking some medication to give you that boost if that's what your doctor thinks you need. But definitely pair it in with some therapy and work through the the actual root issues of what's going on. And, you know, it it, it works out best in the long run to do that. Um, At the time, like, I just couldn't understand why this was happening to me like I just couldn't I didn't know why it had happened to me I thought I was just weak like you know it was it's uh but looking back like it was just so blatantly it's so blatantly obvious now uh like years of prolonged stress and an unnecessary need to please other people regular binge drinking smoking poor nutrition poor sleep lack of exercise lack of fresh air negative self-talk constant fearful thoughts like it's amazing how when you're stuck in the throes of it all, you just can't see it. Like I felt like such a victim um, and I couldn't see that I had everything I needed within me to overcome it. And like I actually wouldn't discover that like for another 10 years or so, like even after I got through it, I felt like I was a victim to something that happened to me. And there was always that little bit of, oh God, is it going to come back? Kind of, you know, um, I didn't realise that if I had made those lifestyle changes that I would prevent all of it. I don't mean that I would cure it from all those lifestyle changes, but that it probably wouldn't have happened in the first place. And going forward, I could prevent it. So at this time, I didn't know that. Um, so by the time I was about 23, I was feeling much better. And that's when I became pregnant with my first child, Jaden. So like his birth gave me a whole new sense of purpose, which is what I needed. Like I needed that grounding factor. I always did as a kid. There was just something I just needed. Once once I wasn't a kid anymore and I became a grown up, I, found I, I needed to be anchored in some way. And I just feel like his birth gave me a whole new sense of purpose. But like, but with it came a whole new level of worry and fear. So like after he was born, my anxiety came back as strong as ever, which I kind of anticipated could happen anyway with my history with anxiety and obviously you know the nurses have filled me in on postnatal depression and stuff so I kind of myself and my husband kind of were aware that that could be an issue um but it did come back as strong as ever af- after the initial few days um and it was my first time that I really experienced what it felt like to be depressed I remember sitting on my couch and literally just not feeling like myself in my life like my toes curling on the carpet being like oh I like I just can't I don't know what's wrong I can't like it was just such a hopeless feeling and looking at that tiny baby that I loved so much and absolutely terrified of the world of what could happen to him it was oh it was just overwhelming and completely and utterly irrational as well um so like I knew I needed help and I never wanted to feel the way that I felt in those initial weeks again so I went back to the doctor onto the medication again and back to therapy and looking back I'm just so glad I did this so soon after he was born because honestly I have never looked back since and so like any new mums out there don't delay it it's just going to make it worse you don't have to fight it on your own just go talk to your doctor about it and see what they advise you to do but definitely talk to someone about it because it is hormones it is levels in your brain it's not just you being weak and so many of us go through it and like we're all like life is fucking hard enough as it is without making it harder on ourselves so if you're struggling 
go talk to your doctor like it just it makes everything so much better I genuinely never looked back and I owe so much of this to my husband Dave like he knew exactly how to support me at this stage after everything we'd been through the previous few years together Um, he made sure that I got to the doctor quick and we just kind of we had talked about it beforehand and just got just got it under control so it did take a couple of months to really get get on my feet and really start enjoying being a mother and but I've never since experienced panic or anxiety or anxiety to the level that I did back then and I'm forever grateful to my therapist at the time like she helped me to like to really wake up and reframe all of these kind of harmful thought patterns like and ways I was thinking about myself in the world that just was really unhelpful and just made me anxious and you know I just not stuff I could have worked through myself so I spent most of my 20s then in fairly steady routine eventually came off the anxiety medication and never needed it again Um, I had two more kids Layla in 2013 and Kai in 2017 I worked as a primary school teacher in the school that I got uh, the job in back in 2007 and I was happy in my job. I enjoyed working with the children um, and a lot of the gaps that I kind of felt in college started to piece together as I was doing things myself. Um, I also really loved the people that I was working with and I'm currently on career break from teaching and I just feel so blessed to have the opportunity to actually do so and to explore other aspects of my life but to know that I have that wonderful environment to go back to um, when, if if and when I decide to do so which is which is an amazing an amazing position to be in um, so though I was happy in my job and very busy I was also extremely happy in my home life but I still kind of felt unfulfilled like I remember talking to a friend and telling her that I knew deep down that I was going going to begin a new path like doing something I was meant to do like I sounded like a crazy person because I like I just wasn't sure what it was yet I was like I can't tell you what I'm going to do but I just know I'm going on this path that um I'm going to it I, I can see it like you know something that that comes from within me that I'm supposed to like I couldn't put words on it and um, but that's where my journey of self-development had begun I dabbled in a bit of yoga and meditation and um, which I got in through doing like teacher summer courses and stuff and this fabulous woman um called Maura who did yoga courses and I did her yoga course year after year like I loved it and um, in the meantime I tried every diet under the sun like I remember go- often googling um what is the definition of a healthy diet and like because there was just so much information out there I just didn't know what the fuck I was supposed to be eating was I supposed to be giving up meat was I supposed to be giving up um, carbohydrates was I was it okay to eat bread or like what am I supposed to have for lunch the sandwich isn't healthy you know oh, all this shit like um, and like eventually that's what ended, why I ended up doing a nutrition course because I was like I need I need to know some of this stuff but um, I'll get back to that af- afterwards but at this time anyway I also joined the Kayla Itziness uh, BBG program which is now known as far as I know is known as the sweat app like so it's an app nowadays but this is back in 2014 or so um and it was known maybe 2015 um it, yeah so it was known as the BBG program that was kind of pdfs back then um but there was home workouts and there was access to this online community it was kind of when instagram really just got started and there was this whole community of empowered women lifting each other up and i was just absolutely amazed i was like this is where i fell in love with health fitness and wellness like the energy created in this fabulous community like was just indescribable um so like going from 
the most unsporty kid that you could ever meet. Like people used to laugh at me with the way that I ran. Like it was just ridiculous. And I was so embarrassed. Like I said, other people's expectations and all that. I just didn't like to do sport because I didn't like to draw attention to myself or for people to laugh at me. Um, like I remember like my parents used to even make fun of me for the way I ran. Like, and, like it must have been hilarious. But, you know, I remember like I look back now and I'm like, no one ever taught me how to run. Like it wasn't like, okay, Kate, you're running with your legs sticking out the side. You know, why don't you try to do this? It wasn't actually until CrossFit and um, it wasn't until I joined CrossFit and someone showed me how to run. And I was like, wow, like, you know, I didn't know you could just learn how to do these things. I just thought I was bad at it. But anyway, so going from being the most unsporty kid that you could ever meet to becoming a personal trainer, like seems like a long journey. And it really was like it was a 30 year journey, like after a couple of years of home workouts and trying to live as healthy a lifestyle as I could understand, I was introduced to CrossFit. So it was actually through school that I, um, the school that I was working in, uh, I was given the chance to get involved in CrossFit for uh, the CrossFit for Schools program. Where they, what basically what they did was they trained teachers up as CrossFit Kids coaches so that they could teach the CrossFit Kids program in their PE lessons. So like I was instantly hooked. The owner of our local CrossFit at the time, he was the guy that was was doing this, and um, he let us come to his gym. Um, and come to the classes in the gym for the summer like to famili- familiarise ourselves with CrossFit and what they're all about and um, by the end of the summer I'd signed up and like to become a gym member like and the rest was history like the community again so like that online community I had discovered with the BBG program the community the people the encouragement the coaches everything I loved it and I trained there for almost three years I was there four or five days a week absolutely hooked and just my fitness levels that were brought to a whole new a whole new level you know learned how to lift heavy that's where I learned everything nearly everything that I know before doing any courses I learned there from the from fantastic coaches at that CrossFit gym Um, and the support that I got from that community like you know throughout the various COVID closures was just an absolute lifesaver like I like I can't speak for anyone else but I know for sure that it was my CrossFit home workouts and my CrossFit friends that kept me sane um during that difficult time um so like once I started coaching the kids I knew that I wanted to coach adults so I applied to do the CrossFit level one coaching course and I also completed the precision nutrition level one certification um, I started coaching a group of friends in the CrossFit gym and they allowed me to observe the coaching, sit in on staff meetings like, and get involved in their nutrition challenge. So I instantly knew that this is what I was meant to do. I wasn't like, sorry, I wanted like, yes, what way did I put it? Oh yeah, I wanted to share the feeling of strength, of confidence, of self-belief, you know, that I experienced through my own health and fitness journey. Uh, but I wanted to help women experience it without all the fad diet mistakes that I had made along the way. So I qualified as a personal trainer and started working as a coach in a local gym. So I was still training in CrossFit, but I was coaching groups of people in a different gym. So I had like, I was coaching the kids classes, the teens classes and um, the adult classes as well. And so the fabulous owner of this local gym allowed me to um, take personal training clients then at the time um, at during times that their classes weren't on um, and it all grew from there and I learned so much at this gym and like I'm forever grateful to the fabulous ladies uh, there because I just they taught me so much 
And so like during the lockdowns, once I had qualified as a nutrition coach, so I'm kind of going back a little bit here, but once I qualified as a nutrition coach, I began to write my nutrition and lifestyle program, Nourish, Move and Shine. Um, I had no idea if it was any good. It all came from me, from my experiences, from what I learned, had learned in my course, but also from what I had built myself, my own transformation. Um, I, I Like I said, I had no idea if it was any good. So I asked the ladies who I was training at the time. So this is back when I was training my group of friends and a couple of friends of friends in the CrossFit gym. Um, I asked them if they'd like to test it out for me. And I was like, uh, there was no one more fucking surprised than I was with that they fell in love with it. Like I kind of put it together. Like it took me a long time to put the program together. Uh, you know, you know how long as well as I do how long lockdown went on for so I had loads of time to do it Um, I had put a lot of work into it but I was really surprised how much they loved it and how much it worked um, and like and at the time the people in my life actually believed in me more than I believed in myself so they kind of stepped in two of my friends in particular Siobhan and Nicola I'll name them and um, they took me under their wing they tidied up my program made it, made it look much more professional marketed me coached me showed me how to market myself taught me how to use social media effect effectively because I just hadn't a fucking clue they introduced me to Canva which is like my favorite thing ever now and most importantly they actually just showed me how to believe in myself like their power and belief in me changed everything I was just blown away by these fabulously strong women with plenty going on in their own lives seeing something special in my program and lifting me up so until I was ready to fly like it's exactly what I have made my program about so Kate Hamilton Health and Nourish Move and Shine is all about believing in my clients and showing them their strengths and lifting them up until they're ready to fly and whatever that means to them so it's truly amazing what we can achieve as women when we come together to lift each other up and Nourish Move and Shine is about so much more than calories and workouts it's a community of women who genuinely just actually want to see the best for each other who are learning to prioritize prioritize themselves again and are maybe even for the first time discovering their true potential so that's literally what i want to do with my program and with my business is just to show women that we are just so much more powerful than we think and especially if we come together lift each other up like it's absolute magic thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my story i hope i haven't waffled on too much and i hope it makes sense um, and i hope that you found some value in it and if you did please tune into episode two it'll be out next week um i'll be diving 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 i'll be diving headfirst into the fundamental principles on which the nourish move and shine program is built so i will chat to you all next week